0: Single ladies of the world shed a tear. The world's most eligible bachelor ghost has gotten married. And then we travel to Afghanistan to take a supernatural look at the current conflict raging over there. Is it possible that a bunch of witches on Reddit may be able to defeat the Taliban today on Dead Rabbit Radio? Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Garminer. I'm having a great day. Hope you guys are having a great day too. Hope you guys had an excellent weekend. We got a lot of stuff to cover, so we're going to slide right into this. First off, let's give a shout out to one of our legacy Patreons coming into Dead Rabbit Command right now. Give it up for Young Ghidorah. Everyone give a round of applause to Young Ghidorah walking into Dead Rabbit Command. Longtime supporter of the show. Really, really appreciate it. Young Ghidorah, you're going to be our captain, our pilot this episode. If you guys cancel by the Patreon, I totally get it. Just help spread the word about the show. That really, really helps out a lot. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your enemies. Tell them, ooh, I'll hate it so much. If you listen to Dead Rabbit Radio, that'll really get my goat. Young Ghidorah, I'm going to go ahead and toss you the oars to the Dead Rabbit rowboat. We're going to take a nice, leisurely sea journey, seabound journey, all the way out to... A, lo- a location I did not write down in my notes. So we're just going to swirl around in a boat for a bit. We're going to go through a magical whirlpool. And we're there. Because this is one of those stories that the location doesn't really matter. Because we're talking about love. Right? Love doesn't have any geographical boundaries. Love doesn't have an address. So we're there. <laughs> we're at the address where this woman lives. Which I clearly could have written down what country this story took place in. But that, that's lame. The reason why we're here, we're going to talk about this woman named Kathleen Roberts. She's a woman who is just going about life, right? Just like the rest of us, just trying to figure out where we belong, our addresses, or trying to figure out what country we live in. But she realized, see, some of us never get to figure out who we are. It's tragic, right? Some people just live their entire life going, what could have been? Who am I? Where do I live? Kathleen Roberts knows who she is, though. She is the reincarnation of Marilyn Monroe. And you want proof, okay? You want proof, you skeptic? There is a TikTok video. There's a bunch of TikTok videos of this woman dancing to a Marilyn Monroe song. Now, I ask you, I ask you, listener, could you dance to a Marilyn Monroe? Is there a Marilyn Monroe song? Is she known for her music? I guess she was in musicals. And I, I, I'm going to tell you this, too. I don't want you guys to click off right away. You guys have to finish listening to this episode. <laughs> she has her own podcast. Kathleen Roberts, a.k.a. Marilyn Monroe, has her own podcast. Actually, you should click off mine. Why would you want to listen to this big schlub talk in a haunted closet about, about Marilyn Monroe? You can listen to Marilyn Monroe herself. And Marilyn Monroe is currently married. She's the reincarnation of Marilyn Monroe. But she's married to a ghost. There's just so many layers to this story. This is just... So Kathleen Roberts, aka Marilyn Monroe, is married to a ghost. The Probably the most famous ghost of all time. You're like, Jesus? I'm like, no, not Jesus. And technically, he's not a ghost. But Michael Jackson, <laughs> okay, maybe the second most famous ghost, maybe the 10th most famous ghost. I'm sure there's more famous ghosts out there, but the most famous ghost of our lifetime would be Michael Jackson. You're, like, you're still shaking your head. He's like, no, he's not. Listen, man, if, if, you, if you were a reincarnation of Marilyn Monroe, you, that would be the best you could do. That would be the best you could do. Who's better than Michael Jackson? So Marilyn Monroe is married to Michael Jackson. And you want you want proof? You want proof that any of this stuff is real? Well, I got proof for you, skeptic. Why are you even listening to this podcast if you're just if you're just gonna go what? No, this is just nonsense. Jason's just reading off the ramblings of a mad woman. There's video proof of this. She gets so. What happens is Michael Jackson possesses her. So Michael, so they got married because Michael Jackson. This story we haven't even gotten to Albus like this is still just scratching the surface so michael jackson is married this woman and he possesses her as well so sometimes she's marilyn monroe well she's always marilyn monroe because she's a reincarnation but sometimes she talks in marilyn monroe's voice and sometimes she dances like marilyn monroe but sometimes michael jackson possesses her and she can sing There is a video clip of her, and I really wish I could play it for you. There's all sort of copyright laws and probably like anti-bullying laws and things like that. But there is a clip of this woman. She's singing. Sorry, sorry. There's a clip of Michael Jackson singing through this woman, All of Me by John Legend. And here's the thing. I have this weird hang-up. Don't do the whole song like obviously if you're john legend and you're performing it don't just do 30 seconds but if you want to show me what a good singer you are or if you want to show me that say michael Michael jackson has possessed your body you don't have to go all the way to the bridge you don't have to do the fade out of the end just do give me a good couple bars 30 seconds i'm good she sings this whole song or maybe she didn't sing the whole song I, i couldn't listen anymore but i listened for about two or three minutes she sings all of me by John Legend. I'm sorry, Michael Jackson sings all of me by John Legend through her body and that's proof, guys. I I I I kind of feel bad that I'm a big Michael Jackson fan, so I kind of feel bad that I'm, you know, kind of shooting him down this much cuz there's proof of this. So, they got married. And <laughs> Okay. Who? Okay, so if Marilyn Monroe and <laughs> Michael Jackson were getting married, who would officiate the wedding? This story, this story puts this woman probably. This woman probably is suffering from something. So I shouldn't be so giddy, but I when I was reading the story, I kept going this can't get any better. And yet it did. And yet it constantly got better. Who would officiate the wedding between Michael Jackson and Marilyn Monroe? What what's the most famous ghost you could see? doing you're like jesus i'm like no jesus isn't a ghost for one and two who's the most famous minister that would see now you guys got it who's the famous minister who would you're like jason i have no idea where you're going with this who's the most famous minister who would marry michael jackson and marilyn monroe as she was getting out of the bathtub one day kathleen roberts was getting out of the bathtub one day Michael Jackson showed up as a ghost. They'd been dating for a while. He's not, he's not a creepy stalker or anything. They've been dating for a while. As Kathleen Roberts would get out of the bathtub one day, Michael Jackson showed up and Michael Jackson brought into this woman's bathroom Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. And he is the minister who officiated the wedding. She goes, Listen, Michael Jackson is normally just in possession of my body and. Like he's like hanging out in there. It's like that movie Identity. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a twenty year old movie. It's a brilliant film, but it's like that movie Identity, where there's like multiple people living inside of this woman. So one of his favorite things to do, Marilyn Monroe's been getting along swimmingly with Kathleen Roberts. They're the same person. They're not she's not possessed by Marilyn Monroe. I don't know why someone would make such a bizarre claim that's not true. But Michael Jackson is possessing her, and she goes, Michael Jackson loves to make me eat cookies, so I eat a bunch of cookies now. And he likes to... So he's not always there. Sometimes he's, like, floating around, but sometimes he's in her two distinct times. Whenever she eats cookies, cookies, she's possessed by Michael Jackson. And when she goes to the bathroom, Michael Jackson likes to be inside of her while she's using the restroom. I said earlier I'm a big Michael Jackson fan, and I know that he's had a lot of scandals, which I don't believe that he's guilty of. I I would not be a big Michael Jackson fan and be like, oh, yeah, but no, he's totally guilty. No, I think that was a lot of trumped up stuff, and he went through multiple trials. But anyways, I almost did a whole episode on it once, and I didn't. So I'm not going to do it now. But anyways, I think he's innocent. I wouldn't be a big fan of his if I thought he was guilty, but. If he does, if, if he forget the old stuff, because I don't think he's guilty of that. If he is currently guilty of making a woman eat cookies and then making her poop and being like, yeah, this is what I wanted. This is what, this is what I came back from the dead for, to eat cookies and then poop them out, bro, you got some serious issues. I mean, the other allegations were rough. And I did believe him for a time. Like when they first, I was not such a big Michael Jackson fan. That first trial, I was like, oh no, dude, that sucks. I can't believe that he did that. But then as time has gone on, I I don't believe it. But that aside, if you do like possessing women and making them poop, I might have to start burning my Michael Jackson albums again. She also says that when he possesses her, she can't touch herself. Because he'll be in her body and be like, oh, Michael, (laughs) those cookies are so delicious. She's rubbing her belly. And Michael doesn't like being touched by her. So while she's trying to interact with Michael Jackson in her body, this should be the clue, right? If if everything else wasn't a lead up to this woman might have some underlying issue. She says that if she's if Michael Jackson's in her body and she touches herself, she sees visions of dead corpses. She just sees rotting bodies in front of her. Now you go, that must mean that you need to go to a doctor. You're having hallucinations. Not only are you having hallucinations, you're not hallucinating, say, like, a smell. You're not hallucinating a cartoon bird landing on your shoulder. You're hallucinating an unending sea of decaying human bodies. You you, you might want to go get checked up. What happens is that's Michael Jackson in her brain saying, I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be touched by you. So I'm going to show you the most (laughs) horrific things a human can see. I'm going to show you Corpses. I'm going to show you rotting human flesh. So, I'm a little heavy handed there, Michael Jackson. And really, the question you're asking, the question you're asking, all that stuff, the question you're asking isn't, why didn't Martin Luther King show up to my wedding? No. The question is, why her? And she has a good answer for this. She says, it's it's, it's <laughs> a disgusting, the answer is disgusting, but it makes sense in her mind and in the minds of millions of other people. The reason why Michael... This is when I knew the story was fake. This is when I I totally believed everything else. I was like, whoa, she is dancing like Marilyn Monroe. But when she said this, I go, ah, it's fake. She goes, the reason why he's attracted to me was because of her, quote, (laughs) childlike Of course. You couldn't have a Michael Jackson story without bringing this up. I'm not bringing it up. She is. But, quote, this is the reason why he's attracted to her. Her, quote, childlike personality and small hands and feet, unquote. She's not a hobbit. She's a normal sized human. She didn't have particularly small hands. I've watched multiple TikToks of her. um But yeah, so I, I did get a sense of the dimensions of her body. So these articles are recently published in the Daily Star, which is a trash website. It's not even a step above the National Choir, it is the National Enquirer. I got the story, though, from the New York... I normally don't read the Daily Star as entertaining as it is because there's so much fake stuff in it. I've researched stuff, and it turned out to be not true. Shocker of shocks. The New York Post, which I read every day, ran an article on this woman, and they linked it back to the Daily Star. And she does... To to be fair, Daily Star didn't make this up. They're just reporting this as if this was real. And so I went through all of her TikToks, and I was watching her... I'm sorry, Michael Jackson perform All of Me by John Legend. And she has her own podcast, if you guys would like to listen to that. But she's actually come out, because the New York Post article was fairly recent. She's come out since August 18th, and she goes, Oh, no, 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 no. Those articles are old. Like that, or that news is old. The articles are new, but they're, they're picking that up from old TikToks and old podcasts. Me and Michael Jackson have gotten a divorce. They've actually been divorced for a year now, she said. They got divorced. We don't know where he's floating around. He could be standing right behind you right now. And if he was, I'd be super jealous. Marilyn Monroe is now dating what might be the best band name ever. Marilyn Monroe is... (laughs) Of course. Right? The story just can't end with her not being... I'm going to be single. I'm going to be single until the ghost of Genghis Khan rides into town. No. She is currently dating an astrally projected Johnny Depp. If someone doesn't have a band called Afterly Projected Johnny Depp by the end of the week, I don't even know why I'm doing this. So Kathleen Roberts, a.k.a. Marilyn Monroe, we wish you the best, whatever that may be. I'm not going to make any assumptions that she does have some sort of mental illness. I will say this, though. If if you continue to have visions of dead corpses, then you might want to go see someone. Because then it shows that it wasn't Michael Jackson doing it. You're just hallucinating unending fields of the dead and the damned so you that is worth going to a doctor to have a checkup on young Ghidorah. i'm gonna go ahead and toss you the keys to the carpenter copter we are leaving behind wherever we were at <laughs> people are like please i want to know where this story took place because i'm afraid it might be in my hometown i'm afraid i may know this woman young Ghidorah. take us up up and away in the carpenter copter we are headed on out too. Afghanistan. And as we're headed out there, I want to do a really quick Dead Rabbit recommends. This one's a bit unusual for Dead Rabbit recommends. I recommend a lot of movies, pretty much all movies. This one's a book. It's a children's book, though. It's basically for ages four to nine. But I read it and I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's called Mr. Waffles. This book is dope. I'm not going to go super into detail. I don't want to give away the plot. But it's perfect. It's the story of an alien invasion happening in the middle of the afternoon. And the only person there to stop it is a house cat. Or, depending on your point of view, some alien explorers are just coming towards Earth. But they're tiny. And they come across the path of a malicious black cat. There's a little bit of English in it, but the most of it is these aliens talking to ants. And you kind of the kid can kind of make up their own. It's really interesting because when I was first reading it, I thought, wouldn't this be hard for like a kid to like learn language? But Sabine, who who showed me the book, she goes, no, it actually it's for the kid's imagination. Like, what are they saying this time? What are they saying? And from the expressions on the aliens faces and what they're doing, you can actually make up your own dialogue. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. I recommend checking it out. If you guys, I know a lot of you guys have kids. It might be a great book to read to them and to read with them. Cause there's a lot of imagination. It has aliens in it. It's a really cool adventure. And if you got to get a gift for someone, if you don't have kids, but you got nieces or nephews or friends that have kids or things like that, or you just want to buy copies of this book and throw them out into the neighborhood. Don't <laughs> do, not, do not do that. But Mr. Waffles, dead rabbit recommends Mr. Waffles. It's, it's a really unique book and it's unlike an award winning book. It's, it's kind of old. I think it's like from 2013, but very highly recommended overall. Not just me, but I do recommend Mr. Waffles. that will be in the show notes. Youngador, land this carpenter copter. We're not going into Kabul. It's Taliban controlled. Really, the whole country right now is Taliban controlled. But there are uprisings. There are freedom fighters. See, now Taliban's in control. Now they're the government. Now they got to worry about streets and electrical grids and pollution and stuff like that. It's always easier to be the freedom fighter. It really is. You have no responsibility other than don't die, which is a pretty big responsibility, but you're not worried about transportation. You're not worried about are there potholes in the road when you're a freedom fighter. You're starting to see there is this resistance movement growing up in cities on the outskirts or, you know, farther off from the capital in Afghanistan. So we're starting to see that. But we're out here, and we're in Afghanistan, we're sitting on a mountain. We're looking down and we're thinking, man, you know, this country has just been in war for so long. Soviets invaded it. Then they went through like a four or five year civil war and the Taliban took control. And then the United States invaded it. And what could we possibly hope for for this nation? And that's when we hear a doodololo. We turn. And there stands Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's there. He's like, hey, guys. E-he. And he sits down and he realized that Jason didn't do any Michael Jackson noises. So he's sitting there with on this mountain and we're looking over Afghanistan. And then we hear doo. And we all turn and we look. And there's this witch standing there. And we go, whoa. We know she's a witch. Not because she has the pointy hat and like the bumpy nose and the broom. She does have all that stuff. She totally looks like a stereotypical witch, but we also just feel the energy coming off of her. We kind of shirk back. Michael Jackson's so scared he possesses you. Michael Jackson's so scared he's now in your body. (laughs) Hee hee. Don't touch yourself. And so this witch is standing there and she's looking over. She goes, foolish mortals. While you sit on this mountain debating your human affairs, we have already taken action. And she snaps her fingers. (laughs) electricity shooting everywhere. The, the, the Taliban-run power grid has gone awry, of course. She's just electrocuting a bunch of people. But that's not what she did. She's looking, and we see the landscape in front of us. All these Taliban soldiers, they're running with their guns. Our guns. They're running with U.S.-made guns and body armor. But they're running towards us, and she just waves her hand, and they just turn to butterflies. And she goes, You see, you want to solve things with violence. Us witches are different. We want to use magic. I want to give a shout out to listener. Why do countries exist? They've, they've recommended a bunch of stuff on this show. Longtime listener of the show. Thank you very much. They recommended this to me the other day. Really appreciate it. Super bizarre. And I got to say this. I'm really torn on it because a lot of this comes from a subreddit called Bewitch the Taliban. which. Is, I gotta be frank, the, you're seeing memes come off of this already. When you track the memes down to the user, and you look at their username, they're trolls. Like, there's a real popular meme going around right now saying, Do not face Allah alone while astral projecting. And it tells this story about this woman who's trying to astrally project to weaken Allah so the Taliban will be weaker. And she's floating around, and Allah shows up and just totally owns her, right? Just totally defeats her. And she's like, I had to come back to Earth. And she goes, oh, oh man, it was so... He was, like, way stronger than I thought he was going to be. Like, totally messed me up. I didn't expect him to be that strong. He's throwing galaxies at me. So I stopped meditating and had to light some candles and had to heal my soul. You'll see that pasta pop around a bit. Do not face Allah alone when astral projecting and basically saying, if we are able to weaken Allah, then we can weaken the Taliban. It's dumb and it's fake. It's fake. That was actually posted by a troll, and I know it was posted by a troll because I was looking through their post history and someone called the mountains, how dare you try to take down God? They responded, quote, I'll have you know I graduated top of my class in the coven and I've been involved in numerous secret astral raids on Al-Qaeda and I have over 300 confirmed banishings to the Shadow Realm. If you don't recognize that right off the bat, that is that is a pasta that's been going around that always gets modified. It was originally a, special forces guy and so yeah when we're talking about this banish the taliban subreddit a lot of it is trolling stuff but it's hard to tell if it started off that way because it started off on the original witchcraft subreddit there was a user named kagito ergo someone and their initial post on the witchcraft subreddit was can we cause a mass hexing of the taliban forces You want to do something. You want to help people out. So I can understand if you thought you were a witch, thought you had magical powers, that could we do this? And I honestly believe, and I could be wrong on this, but I honestly believe that that initial post was sincere. And that was it. And then people started talking about it, but it was mostly people fighting with each other. Sure, the Taliban is bad, but if you hex them, the hex is only going to come back on you even more. Other people say, yeah, hexing's bad, but the Taliban deserves it. And it breaks into this weird fight that goes on and on and on. And it seemed to be mostly people who actually believe in witchcraft, believe in magic. So I do believe the initial thing was sincere. But then Cogito Ergo Someone starts their own subreddit called Bewitch the Taliban, which immediately got taken over by trolls. And that's when we see this person come in and leave this thing about Ashur Lee projecting to fight Allah. It's definitely meant to be inflammatory. There's much stuff. And then we saw another subreddit pop up from that called Bewitch Taliban. They left out the the, and they left out all the people who want to join them. It seems to be dead at this point. And then in some bizarre, I don't know if this was something set up to show how ridiculous the whole thing was. or There's now one called Bewitch the KKK. And that has the same post. Someone took the same post from Bewitch the Taliban and just changed the words. So they said, oh, I actually projected to fight God so I could weaken the KKK and blah, blah, blah. So I don't know if they're trying to make a point, what the point may be. But whatever it is, that one is trolly as well. So the Bewitched the Taliban may have started out sincere. It was overtaken by trolls very shortly. Bewitched the KKK is trolly to begin with. So this story here, I'd say probably if you look at these forums, I'd say you probably have 70-80% to 80% of these people are trolls. Trolls are LARPers, and they know they're LARPers. And they're all trolling each other. Trolls like, oh, I can't believe that person actually took me seriously. And the person who quote-unquote took them seriously was like, oh my god, I can't believe they took that comment seriously. And it's just like this back-and-forth thing. And everyone thinks they're fooling other people, but the people they're fooling also are fooling on each other. And then there's probably a good 20% who actually believe this stuff. not saying that they believe in magic overall, but they believe that this is a movement and they're not getting the irony. They're not clicking on the usernames to see what else they've posted. That's usually the first thing I do. When I come across a ghost story that's too good to be true, I click on their name and if they've posted four or five ghost stories that are too good to be true, it's a bad sign. Doesn't mean they're lying, but it does make it a little suspicious. This is my issue with this story, though. I mean, it it could have easily just been a story I covered in the beginning and said, this crazy thing's happening on Reddit. These witches think they can fight the Taliban, but it's mostly trolls. Let's move on to our next story. I think this is dangerous stuff. I am always joking around with witches and saying how lame they are and how their magic isn't real and stuff like that. But at the same time, (laughs) I'll stand by that stuff. But at the same time, I do believe in magic. I do believe that magic exists. And I've never really talked to you guys about stuff I used to do in college um, regarding that. And maybe maybe I never will. There's some of my stories are just so bizarre that you go, that's just insane. And I go, you're right, it is. <laughs> Michael Jackson was hanging out with me in college. It was so bizarre. I saw so many corpses with that man. But I do believe that magic exists. I don't believe it's as readily available as... Most people think it is. I don't think you can buy a couple books and go on Reddit and start hexing people so their shoelaces fall off. I think it's a combination of a learned skill, which really this goes down to anything. It's always a combination between learned skill and just natural ability. But that's the individual. That's the individual spellcaster. What happens when people do take this seriously? You're seeing all this horrible stuff going on over in Afghanistan. You want to do something. People start taking this seriously, and it's not just one or two people, but this movement will grow. The footage coming out of Afghanistan is only going to get worse. It's really only going to get worse over the months and the years, unless, you know, a miracle happens. But you see this movement grow, and you have people forget about the troll origin of it. It actually gets outweighed by the earnest, by the sincere. And these people who believe that they're magic users, if you get enough of them together, can they accomplish something? A single magic user, a single well-trained practitioner of magic would be better than 100 students. But what about 10,000 students? What about 500,000 students? And they're all really inept at it and they can barely do anything, but if they're all focused on the same goal, could they enact change? If you have 500,000 people meditating for an hour a day, two hours a day, whatever, meditating to hex the Taliban, could it work? And you go, Jason, maybe that would be a good thing, though, wouldn't it? Their guns stop working, their vehicles are breaking down, good old American engineering, the helicopters are falling out of the sky. That would be great if they could do a mass hex spell against the Taliban. You would think so. And I would think so, too. But I want to end it off with the thoughts of a Reddit user Named Dolly Throwaway 99. And they warned about this. The last time you guys tried casting a mass hex against President Trump, remember that? Witches against Trump. That went on for four years. We got the coronavirus. You got rid of Trump. You hexed him. But your collective energy hexed all of us. Sure, the Taliban may be hexed. They may fall out of power. They may be pushed out of the land. But every true magic user knows you pay a price for every spell you cast. Will the world be ready when that price tag comes due? DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be our email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. Twitter is at deadrabbitradio.com Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day. I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys.